Life with diabetes has some highs and lows, but just like in a normal life, you can make choices which help to make your life easier, improve your health and well-being. In the Diabetic and Healthy podcast, we show you how to do just that. We're here to help you put your diabetes worries behind so that you can start enjoying life with a sky-high smile on your face. So let's meet our host for today's show. Here's Charlotte. Hi, and welcome back to another episode of the Diabetic and Healthy podcast. I hope everybody is doing well. If you aren't yet getting involved with Diabetic and Healthy, please do. We've got two Facebook groups, um, Diabetic and Healthy Community and also Type 1 Fit. Those groups have been designed for you to share ideas and advice and ask questions, all with other people who have diabetes. So please do check those out, join those groups. Diabetic and Healthy is also on Instagram where I share lots of fitness, nutrition and diabetes tips. And if you're enjoying it, podcast so far please don't forget to hit subscribe and that way you will never miss a future show so today's show is actually all about mental health it's a really really important subject especially as people who have diabetes are more likely to suffer with mental health issues so today we're actually revisiting nick otto aka the insulin junkie If you are a regular listener, you may remember Nick from a previous Your Stories episode where Nick spoke about his life with diabetes, all about his diagnosis and how it's changed his life. Well, today, Nick speaks really openly and honestly about his experience and his struggles with mental health. So he talks all about growing up in care and how that's affected him kind of all the way through his life, what mental health means to him and how he copes with that on a daily basis. Um, But it's not all it's not all doom and gloom just because we're talking about mental health. We actually had really good fun recording this interview. So I hope you have fun listening. You might particularly enjoy me trying to explain to Nick what Marmite is and also what orange squash is. So it turns out the UK and America are a little bit different and a few things get lost in translation. Um, But yeah, hope you enjoy the interview. This is me and Nick. Hey Nick, how are you doing? I'm just I'm just messing with you. I'm I'm good. How are you? (laughs) Nervous? I'm nervous too. How's it going? Hi. Good. I'm good. (laughs) I'm glad you're good. (laughs) And we can see Titan making an appearance on today's episode. What's up, buddy? Come here. Ah, star of the show. Yeah. So, how are you? How's things? Good. They're good. Um, all's well. What about yourself? Yeah, very good. Thank you. Good. Um, so today's episode <clears throat> is all about mental health. And it's a nerve-wracking you, one. You have, yeah, you, you very kindly agreed to talk quite openly about this. Um, so one of the first things I wanted to address is the fact that you can tell the way we're talking already, mental health is not talked about that much not not talked about openly that much so we'll talk about our diabetes all day long um or any other kind of physical illness but when it comes to mental health 
do you want to get in on this tight <laughs> when it comes to mental health people kind of clam up what why do you think that is it's like a stigma around it it's like um people don't want to not everybody a lot of people care but a lot of people don't want to worry about how other people are feeling you know not enough people are compassionate and i think that people think that you got to be tough all the time and you don't have to be tough you can open up you know everybody's human we're all human we all go through issues we all break down inside you know if if somebody can go through life with out having any mental issues or not worrying about anything i think something's wrong with them <laughs> you know we've been life's tough. life is tough yeah um so what does i mean what does mental health mean for you so this is something you've said you're you know you're happy to come and talk about so what what mental health issues have you experienced in the past or do you experience now oh my god where to start that's a big one it's a big one for me because um, it started at a very young age for me. Um, and mental health, it's, it's how, how, how you feel. And it, it, it's your mental health. Everybody's mental health matters to them, but it should matter to other people too. Um, because I've been through the ringer since um, a very young age. Like I went into foster care um, at the age of seven. Um, you know, I never had a dad in the picture. My mom was a drug addict and couldn't get her life together. Drugs consumed her and drugs are a big part of mental health too. They play a big factor on how you think, and how you react. And, um, you know, being that I've been in foster homes and group homes, um, a psychiatric ward, um, before you take a kid from his mom when he's seven, that's all he has. It's, it messes them up. It's, you know, still messed me up till this day. It's still a tough issue to talk about, you know? Um, but everybody, everybody has a different scenario. You know, I'm just, I'm willing to talk about mine, but, um, it's tough, you know? So, but helping relying on other people, you know, coming together definitely helps if you clam up and keep your mental health to yourself, it's, it'll eat you up. It'll eat you up. It'll tell you apart because and it's not easy dealing with, you know? And is it something you've always talked about? Like you say, you think things kind of started then when you were taken from your mum when you were like seven. So was there anyone around at that point who you could talk to about how you were feeling about these things or? I didn't, I didn't ever want to talk back then, ever. I, I had, a, I've been in so many different therapy sessions, counseling sessions. Um, when I was young, I used to just take my shirt and put it over my head and sit there for the whole hour in the therapy session because I didn't want to talk, you know, I was so embarrassed. Just in the last few years, have I really wanted to reach out and help other people because I, I realized, you know, I'm not the only one going through this. You know, my story is my story, but my story can also help other people because, and other people's stories help mine, you know? Yeah, yeah. Spreading that awareness really, really helps, you know? So do you think, when you were younger, if there was someone else like, like you that would openly talk about these issues and, you know, if, if you could hear it being spoken about more when you were younger, do you think that would have pushed you to, to talk more about your situation to think, oh, look, it's, it's actually okay. This isn't just going on in my head. Like, 
that would have definitely helped. I think there's been a few people in my life that have gave me the strength to talk about my issues. And if they weren't placed in my life, I probably wouldn't be strong enough to talk about them now. They've kind of like left the impact in my life. Um, and the, a lot of the people that I have in my life aren't blood. You know, a lot of my family, I don't talk to, they're not blood. Um, a lot of people that I keep in my life, they're not my blood relatives, but they're family to me because they care about my mental health and they know me, they know what I've been through. You know, I think I've been through 20 some foster homes or close to it or moved that many times from foster home to foster home to group home to foster home to psych ward. I didn't get adopted till I was 15. So being in the foster care system from seven to 15, uh, I've seen a lot of different things. I've seen a lot of other foster kids too, you know, and I see foster kids to this day that that still have issues that are grown just like me that have been through the system. It's tough. It plays a big impact on your life. And can, can you remember like, uh, what happened for you to decide you were going to talk about it? Like you said, it was literally been the last few years. So did one thing happen and you thought, do you know what? I think it's going to help me and potentially help other people if I'm a bit more open about it. Diabetes. I think diabetes really changed my life. Um, it's made me a lot stronger. Um, I mean, I've always been a, a tough guy going through what I've been through, but diabetes, man, I know that everybody that's diabetic is tough, is really strong inside. And uh, it just gives me the courage to come out and talk about what I've been through. We're human. We're not alone in this world, you know. We, do, we need each other. and Not enough people, they don't, they don't care about other people. But I think, I think diabetes has, um, has humbled me and it's definitely made me open up about diabetes and about other things. It just, I don't know, I just want to help people. I just want to give back, you know, it's just, I think it just, it's changed my whole frame of mind. Mm -hmm. So. And who do you go to for support? Do you have like one person that you talk to when you're feeling down or do you? you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I got I got a lot of diabetic friends that really help, you know, the, the diabetic people, the community that I've met, there's some awesome people, but I don't want to say that I have like one go-to person, you know, because I've never, can relate. Yeah, yeah, you know, I, my family can't relate, my, my mom, my dad, they can't relate, um, but the diabetics can relate, and I'm not sure about, um, I know my YouTube, I've said a few things about my past and that's worldwide. And then there's been people that have come out and said, Hey, you know, my mom has been through this drugs and this and that. And it just, it kind of brings tears to my eyes. Cause it makes me, it makes me know that I'm not alone. You know, these, my strengths, strength gives them strength and vice versa. So. So there's definitely a lot of positives to social media and being connected with other people but do you think when it comes to mental health that social media can sometimes be a negative also man social media is probably one of the biggest downfalls of mental health because people portray this image on social media today that you got to be perfect <laughs> and you don't we're human like you gotta, you gotta be perfect, like, especially for women. And you gotta know this, like, 
your body's got to be perfect. You got to be this, you got to be that. And like, and that's fake. That's so fake. You know, you don't want that, but people see it and they're like, I'm not pretty enough. I'm not good enough. You are good enough. Like you <laughs> turn off some social media, you know, go outside. And it's, I don't know. That's, that's a big one. Social yeah. media is, is corrupt. You know, it's yeah. just too much on there. I know after I, so, you know, I did a few like bodybuilding competitions yeah. And when I was doing those, I was obviously following loads of bikini girls, um, a lot of girls that I met in the competitions. And then after I had my son, obviously, as a woman, your body completely changes after you have a child. And oh, I, it would just, it would depress me and give me anxiety just looking on my Instagram because my whole feed was all these p- perfect women's bodies and I literally just sat there one day and unfollowed and you know no offense to any of the lovely girls that I unfollowed not doing me any good to to look at these pictures and And um, they're body shaming yourself you can't do that yeah um but you know I was doing it to myself no one was doing it to me but I think this is this is the struggle with social media and that plays a big part in mental health if you're constantly comparing yourself to other people um, and you're comparing yourself to images that most of the time aren't even real images. Like you're looking at a picture that's been filtered, edited. Yep. <laughs> yep. Yeah. You know? um, Photoshop. Yeah, absolutely. And, and no one puts their bad pictures up. <laughs> no. <laughs> if people take millions of pictures before they put one up, and I'm, I'm guilty for it too. I spend a lot of time on social media. I'm not perfect. I'll sit there and scroll all day long and look. But I've, uh, I've tried to follow more positive things. There's a lot of positive sites on social media. Yeah, yeah. You know? And I try to follow them, some uplifting things. Um, I've really changed my mind frame in the last few years, diabetes too, you know, because I, I used to drink. Once I got out of the military, I drank a lot. And that is not good for mental health. Drinking is like the worst. It's, <laughs> you're not in the right frame of mind if you're drinking and then it's just the hangover and just, so I quit drinking completely, you know, and it, it just got me in trouble. So I, I completely quit and that's helped me a lot too. And it's for everyone that has diabetes, I have friends that have diabetes and they drink all the time. And it's just, it's not good. Like you, it's, you already have to make so many calculations and adjustments a day to take care of your health and then why put some alcohol into the mix yeah not good yeah but yeah it weighs on your your mental health your your brain like it takes a toll on you you know diabetes is is kind of (laughs) hard why make it harder yeah so what does what does a mental health wise what does a bad day look like or feel like for you for me oh man I'm going to be brutally honest with you. Yeah, yeah, do. All right. So although I have changed my life a lot and quit drinking and doing drugs, I still smoke weed. It's illegal for me to smoke it. I have my medical card in the state that I'm in. Um, And that's one thing that with being that I have PTSD and major depression um, and sleep disturbances, I, uh, it helps me. It helps me level out. Um, but without it, um, so without it, it's kind of a bad day for me, you know, and sometimes I would, and it's not every day I can go without it. It's not like I'm dependent on it. I just, I know how I feel with it and I know how I feel without it. And so I know if it 
being cannabis makes my mental health better and in a good shape, so be it. You know, it's not hurting anybody. Um, days that I don't have this guy right here, you know, if I'm away from my dog, I'm in bad form. Like if I'm out in public and and I, I'm either my sugar's dropping or something hits me and I feel some type of way, it brings back some memory or if I'm just having a bad day. You know, I don't even have to make an excuse. You know, you're allowed to have a bad day. Um, I, and I'll be honest, I, I have anger issues. I've had anger issues my whole life. You take a kid from his mom when he's seven. Like I've never had a mom to hug. I've never had a dad to hug. I've never had that love. And I'm trying to learn that love, you know, my whole life. I'm trying to learn it. He's taught me a lot. Trying to learn how to smile. I've always had to put on this tough guy face and exterior my whole life. (laughs) And um, I'm trying to open up. But those days can be bad. They can be rough. You know, they can have me yelling and screaming, going outside and wanting to fight the world. And just whoever gets in my path, I just want to run them over. That's how I feel sometimes. But the gym's open up now, so <laughs> I've calmed down a little bit. Oh, man, if it wasn't for the gym, I think I would probably lose my mind sometimes. I'm right you know? there with you. <laughs> yeah, because, um, you know, I, everybody's not like me, but I know everybody can can blow up. And it's okay to blow up, but the way I used to blow up when I was drinking and doing drugs was totally different than that way I blow up or have a bad day now. You know, like back then it's just go drink or go party more or brush it off or have another beer or get more messed up. Now when I'm having a bad day, like might be a bad day, but at the end I either work out or I get it out in a good way. Mm-hmm. And I think that helps a lot too. And I think about it, you know, I have more time to think now. So that just helps me, but um, it's sugars. And as long as my sugars are right throughout the day, that helps whether yeah. I'm going to have a good day or a bad day. Whether a I'm gonna... big, big effect on um, blood sugars and your mood, like mm. massively. And I think people underestimate that as well. They don't always put it down to their sugar levels if they're not sure why their mood is, is so up and down. And you know, I tell all my friends, I'm like, look, I'm diabetic or people like me, I'm diabetic. If I'm like acting a little crazy, be like, Nick, go check your sugar first. <laughs> yeah. And I have to, like, I have to step back and be like, okay, is it my sugar that's making me mad? Yeah. Or am I really just mad right now? Like, and yeah. if I check, it's like 120. It's not my sugar. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like what's going on? I can't I'm blame mad. it today. Yeah. <laughs> um, so lockdown was obviously very tricky for you if your outlet is the gym how did you cope what did what what took the place of the gym when you couldn't get in the gym um video games (laughs) (laughs) um i raged out on video games my roommate plays a lot of video games and i don't play as much as i used to because i well i came to florida to ride my motorcycle and if i had my motorcycle I'd be on that every day. That's all, you know, that's what I do. I like to ride. And that, that takes a lot of my passion or my, a lot of my anger out, you know, just twisting that throttle, going a little faster. Don't do what I do because it's not necessarily safe or a good thing to hop on a motorcycle when you're angry, but it lets me relieve stress, you know, Mm -hmm. just being, going through the wind like that. There's something about being on a motorcycle that's just relaxing. 
So, but being cooped up with COVID and not having the gym, I don't know. I didn't like to do home workouts. It's not, it's not enough. I need weights. Like I need to, I need to feel it to get the, the anger out. Mm-hmm. So, and it's all up here. Like sometimes I just need to like stop and relax and breathe. <laughs> I forget to breathe sometimes. <laughs> I know with your social media, obviously yeah. this is how we got in touch in the first place, how you came on and did a first podcast on your Instagram. You are very honest. And most people put their, their highlight reel on, yeah. on Instagram or on their story. Whereas people that follow, you know, we get, we get all sides of Nick. so so sometimes we see that rage or we see you oh yeah and and you'll put it out there on social media and I think yeah maybe you're a bit of a marmite I don't know if you use that expression over there I don't even know what that word is oh okay (laughs) marmite's like uh do you have vegemite oh yeah it's like I've heard of it if so (laughs) okay now I'm explaining marmite to you it's this is (laughs) I promise um so basically, people either love you or hate you. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. That's Not me. in a bad way, but people either like that and they, you know, that they really appreciate that honesty or, or some yeah. people don't like to some people just like to see the highlight reel and that's fine um, um yeah. but i think when it comes to diabetes and uh and mental health to be able to see all sides is is really important and really relevant and what you do must help so many people because we're seeing everything else and seeing all the all the perfect lives and the perfect blood sugars and everything and yeah. um, you know then you pop up showing the, <laughs> showing your the good showing, and the bad showing yeah showing the good and the bad but for so many people that's such a comfort because we see that and can be like oh look it's someone else that's like me like it's like this guy's human and and I think that's really important and it, again that's what you know that's why i follow you on Instagram and things like that because it's it's great to see people that are just real and not only showing the best bits thank you I really appreciate that that means a lot to me because I, I am br- sometimes I feel like I'm yeah. crazy <laughs> <laughs> I am brutally honest I'm very blunt I'm very blunt and some people can't they they take it wrong and I don't mean to be you know that I, that's just how I am um but I don't mind putting you know on my story how I am the good the bad I, I tell everything you know and not a lot of people do that they just put the good stuff out there or whatever picture looks good like I don't I don't care if I fall you know because I'm human I make mistakes I cry if I'm crying one day I'll put that on like this is how it is like this is how I feel like I'll give them the raw the raw you know uncut I don't care but people need to see that and I've had okay so I've had a lot of people that say like will message me on my story but like I love that you're so real with it like you don't hold anything back like the world needs more of that and it's just like oh thank you I, that, you know <laughs> my character precedes me I'm trying and I, I'm far from perfect far from perfect but I just want better for myself you know cutting out the drugs and the drinking helped my mental health cutting out negative friends that drink and drug that didn't want to change. I can't help them. You know, I tried helping people and man, you can't help a person who doesn't want to be helped. No. So I had to, I had to remove myself from all of them and doing that helped my mental health and replacing 
them with good people that don't do that stuff because there's a lot of good people in this world you just got to find them you find those good people that'll help you up here too you know and uh i don't know whether people out there are religious or not i believe in god pray pray hard man a little bit of faith goes a long way and what does so we, we've talked about kind of the, the bad stuff what does what does happiness look like to you oh man other than other than in the shape of a motorcycle <laughs> <laughs> me um eating good food cooking dancing you know um just being outside being outdoors with my dog anything with him you know i'd like to think that most days are good days but being that i faced a lot of stuff in my life i feel like i feel like i'm i'm doing all right you know i try to i try to stay uplifted and positive but there are those days and it's like the bad days i have people that are good in my life that maybe they're not having a bad day they can uplift me in it you just it's a circle you know you just just gotta surround yourself with goodness that'll be all right with your um your insulin junkie stuff so we've talked a little bit about your youtube channel so everyone can find nick on youtube he is an insulin junkie um and you're hoping to get a bike again soon so you, but you i'm gonna get one soon okay you are gonna get your bike again, <laughs> bike again yes soon. i will be back on to soon Put enough bike videos up um what do you want to so you've kind of built this brand of insulin junkie yeah. do, do you know what the end goal is with that do you know what you you really want to achieve um i actually want to do a few things with my insulin junkie um i don't want to say too much but i have a product that i'm trying to develop for diabetics um that works along with a clothing line Ooh. so that's 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 in the process, yeah. but we're working on that. Um, main goal just to spread awareness. You know, I, I kind of got that motorcycle and started started my YouTube channel because I wanted to I wanted to tell other people about diabetes and mental health and awareness and not a pe not enough people know. You know, I had no idea about diabetes before I got diagnosed. Yeah, same. And if if I can help other people, like I know a lot of newly diagnosed people that hopefully I can help them avoid, you know, or just overcome some challenges that they're gonna face because it hasn't been easy road and I've been doing this on my own. Like, <laughs> I don't have any, I didn't have any other support in the beginning. I didn't have any family members that knew about it, nobody. Like I had to reach out and like find people like you and you know, it's just a big support group. Mm. What you got in there? What you drinking? Oh, any squash. Squash? Yeah. Well. All right. Nothing. What do you call it? I don't know what that is. So squash, like you put a bit in and dilute it. Like squash, like the vegetable. No, like orange squash. Orange juice. Oh, like um. Yeah, but not like, juice. Like. Like powder or a meal, like a like a flavored drink. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. Squash. You, um, like it's kind of like cordial. Do you have cordial? Uh, no, I don't know if that is either. What do you want to say? If anybody, I guess, anybody needs to talk ever, 
wants to talk about mental health, I'm always available. I'm no doctor. <laughs> of course not. I can't tell you like all the right things, but if something's on your heart or you got some things, problems going on up here and just want to, just want to lay it out and talk, or you can relate, feel free to hit me up on my YouTube and my Instagram. I'll do my best to try to help you. I, I'm not going to steer you in the wrong direction. See, my podcast podcast gets quite a few listens. You might regret saying that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. I'll take it. Doc, Dr. Just know Nick. that I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to tell them when I have a bad day too or, or a good day. So it works both ways. Awesome. Well, yeah. as always, thank you so much. Of course. Oh, it was a pleasure. Titan's bored. He's like. I'm, I'm ready to let him and Bob outside. We're going to go running. Here, look, you want to see Bob? Bob's in the cage the whole time. Hey, Bobby. Hey, Bob. So how does the rest of your, your day look? You're normally at the gym for, I don't know how long. I've been going two hours every day. I think um, yesterday I was, I was pretty sore, so I went for an hour, but the day before that I went for three hours. And... Uh, I think I just need a day today to just chill, just chill for a little bit, let my muscles relax. And um, it's not too hot outside. So I'm going to take them out. Nice. Yeah. Well, enjoy the rest of your day. And you enjoy your night, your nighttime over there, right? Yeah, nearly. Mm -hmm. Wow. No, not yet. Nearly. <laughs> Five cool. hours ahead. Yeah. <laughs> enjoy your squash. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. Yeah. Soon. Bye. Bye. I really hope everybody enjoyed uh, listening to that interview. A massive thank you to Nick for not only coming on the show once again, but speaking so honestly about mental health. Let's really try and raise awareness and get rid of a stigma surrounding mental health. If you do have any feedback or any questions on today's episode, please do feel free to drop me an email. It's charlotte at diabeticandhealthy.com. Com. Do make sure you go and check out Nick's YouTube channel also. So on YouTube, he is Insulin Junkie. As always, thank you so much for listening. If you have enjoyed today's show, please do remember to hit subscribe so you never miss a show. That does bring us to the end of this show, but I hope you tune in again next week. So until next time, have a happy and healthy time. This episode has ended, but your journey towards a healthy and happy life continues. Head on over to diabeticandhealthy.com and join the conversation with other diabetics and their families. All the information in this episode is not designed to replace the advice from the health professional team looking after you and your diabetes. Before making any significant lifestyle changes, do consult them with your doctor.